0: I am Sarah-Jane Case and this is Enneagram and Coffee. Hello friends, happy Monday. I hope your weekend treated you well. Today we are catching up. I'll share with you what's going on behind the scenes as well as a preview into what to expect on the podcast this week. So grab yourself a coffee or a cup of tea and let's hang out. Starting with today's rosebud and thorn my rose today is that i had coffee with one of you today a fellow seven wing eight and it was so nice i think we had coffee for like three hours we caught up i mean it just i said we caught up like we've been friends forever but like there's something about meeting with someone who has the same enneagram type as you like same wing i'm pretty sure we have the same subtype where it's just like You have felt so much of what I have felt in life, and it just was so cool, like, meeting a kindred spirit. My thorn is that, y'all, I am, I'm tired. (laughs) I'm, I'm pretty tired. I think it's just catching up with me that I've been not sleeping really well, just with the time change, and, you know, I'm sweating a lot, which... I just, you know, you're you're kind of, I'm kind of constantly trying to rehydrate. I'm worn out. So, that's just the that's just the reality of it. My bud though is that I have blocked off 2 days for when I get back for rest and just kind of get back to normal after traveling home and I'm really excited to be able to take care of myself in this way. I wasn't sure if I was going to be able to do that or give that to myself a busy season, but I I figured it out. I blocked it off. I'm pretty proud of that. All right, so let's get into what's going on behind the scenes over here. First, let's talk about what I'm learning. <sighs> so if you watch the vlogs, then you already know the play-by-play of what happened in this story, but I'm going to tell it to people who only listen to the podcast. So basically, on Sunday, I moved from Ubud in Bali to Changu or Chengu. Um, I don't know which one it is. Um, I think people who live here say it more like Changu when they say it to me. But then people who I meet who aren't from here say it more like Changu to me. So I don't know which one's correct. But all of that to say, I moved from Ubud to Changu. And um, it was a little bit of a culture shock. Like, it was very different. And the main thing is that I got to my villa, or, like, the villa that I'd rented out. And it just wasn't going to work for me, if I'm honest. And there's nothing wrong with it. Like, it was beautiful and stunning. It's just, like, not what I needed. And um, the biggest issue that I had was that it was an open air space so the whole living room was open air the whole bathroom was outside then the bedroom was air conditioned but it wasn't completely closed in which you know probably would be fine for somebody but for me I just like needed a place to go to be comfortable. I didn't want my like all of my tech stuff that's with me to be in the humidity all the time. I also uh, was worried about the lizards because I'm just nervous about lizards. (laughs) Um, And really the big one was that if you don't know, I've been struggling with lung stuff for a few years and have finally gotten to a place where my lungs are really doing a pretty good job of breathing. (laughs) I'm doing a lot of things right now that I wasn't able to do not that long ago, and I'm so happy, and I want to keep this progress going, but they come and spray for mosquitoes every day in this particular villa, which is fine, except for they were sprayed the whole bedroom down with Raid, and I honestly was just really nervous that it was going to trigger my lungs, and like, set me back. So, I I just knew I wasn't going to be able to stay there. I knew it wasn't the right fit. And I was going through a whole <laughs> rationalization of whether I can change hotels or not. I felt really guilty. And here's what my brain did. You know, it, it kind of went to, I should be able to feel good in this situation. Something's wrong with me if I can't enjoy this or make this work for me or just appreciate it then i'm i'm not thinking positively enough i'm not being grateful enough and that's how i tend to invalidate myself and my therapist is so good at kind of making me reflect on the reality of my situation so um, I'll go into her sometimes and be like, I don't know why I'm tired. I can't just, why am I not just like feeling good, feeling happy, feeling energized? And she's like, well, you're going through a lot of emotional things. You've been traveling. You're podcasting every day. You're vlogging every day. Like, it makes sense that you would be tired. Like, you're digesting it. And it, and it really just helps me to, to remember that, like, I am not beyond being impacted by the things that I'm doing, (laughs) which I think for most of my life, I felt like I should be. Like I should be able to just do whatever and keep going no matter what. So in this moment, I was like, almost like I could hear my therapist being like, well, let's really look at this. You know, you've been traveling for about a week. You haven't slept at night very well you are in a situation where like everything that you do is just more difficult for you than you're used to like it's hotter it rains a lot there's a language barrier there's you know even just paying for stuff is like trickier because you're having to like figure out a new currency like all of these things like whether you feel like they're hard t- or not they're still kind of like little micro stressors that you're just experiencing throughout the day, pairing that with like not sleeping, traveling, being hungry, being in a new situation where there's like a completely different culture um, from where you just came from. Because Ubud is like much more like green, rainforest, like spiritual, a lot slower. And then Changu is like much more westernized, high speed, lots of traffic, lots. It feels like a city. So Um, you know, there's a lot going on here, but to, to also just on a practical level, I had actual genuine concerns that are super valid and I can take seriously, but for whatever reason, I felt uncomfortable doing that. So I'm remembering to just honor and validate my feelings and to trust my capacity. Like, it doesn't matter if I think someone else could go to that villa and have a lovely time. Um, I shouldn't compare my capacity to their capacity. I should just honor the capacity that I have and like not make such a big deal out of it. I think I just so feel like I should be grateful all the time and make the most out of every situation that there's like almost like shame when I am not able to do that. All right, so I'm just gonna go ahead and apologize. You probably can't hear it, but just in case, there's like some sort of plumbing, (laughs) grumbling, moaning sound coming from the bathroom right now. So if you can hear it, my bad. I don't know what's going on in there. Um, Okay, so let's get into what I'm working on this week. So this week, my book launches, it's live, it's out into the world people have started receiving it. If you have ordered the book and you receive it, would you do me a favor and tag me on Instagram showing your book and or ideally both write a review on Amazon or Barnes and Noble? It would just mean the absolute world. To me, it's crunch time. Like this is the time (laughs) for me to really get this book out into the world. And I'm also doing Vlogtober. So I'm vlogging every day this month of October. And all of Bali at this point has been filmed. It is up by the time this is live for you. And it was really cool to film every single day of my Bali trip. And it's gonna be really fun to film, you know, all the self-care and the getting back into life, getting back into work after I get home. In terms of life updates, honestly, (laughs) I'm just trying to balance traveling, with working, and communicating with my family, that has been the trickiest thing because it really puts a lot of pressure on my mornings and my evenings because that's when people at home are awake. So that means that that's when I need to be the most active in my work life, and it's when I need to be taught. Talk- it's the only chance I have to talk to my family, and I've been missing my family so much that I've been calling them like two to three times in the morning and the evening, but honestly, it's like that's taking so much. It's just stressful to manage all of it. Throughout the middle of the day, I'm much more free, much more like fluid. But that morning and that evening is it's pretty been pretty high stress for me, if I'm honest. But, you know, I'm just doing it. I think what I'm going to do is I have two more days, like full days left in Bali. And so my plan is to just Um, Talk to my family once in the morning, once in the evening. I have one more meeting this week. And then after that, I'm just going to try and spend as much time in thought and reflection as as I can. I have work to do still, but I really want to be focusing on being present with this time alone, which I've been kind of doing a bad job at, which is okay because I miss my family and because I'm launching a book. That's not necessarily what's available to me, but I think I can carve out a couple of days to really make that a priority. And ooh, let's talk about what I'm reading. So I just finished The Thursday Murder Club, y'all, and it was so good. Like if you read a lot of murder mystery novels, like if that's your thing, it's definitely like something I really enjoy. This one, fully surprised me, which hasn't happened with a mystery novel in a really long time because you start to kind of catch up on patterns and stuff. So I'm very good at guessing what happened way too early on in a book or a movie. But in this one, I was shocked all the way to the end. So the characters were also very charming. The book was very cozy and comforting. I highly recommend it. Like it gets a total five out of five for me uh I want you all to read it. So fun. And then I just started reading Carrie Soto is Back yesterday and I'm looking forward to getting lost in the world of Taylor Jenkins Reid again for a little while. And when it comes to what I'm watching, honestly nothing. <laughs> I am watching nothing because there's just not time for it. Not even YouTube. Like I love YouTube. My watch later list is just growing and growing and growing. I've not really been watching anything, so. And my small joy from this week um, was working from a coffee shop in Ubud and having a woman come up to me and ask if I was Sarah Jane Case. Um, and just to feel like the world is so small. Like, to meet one of you, I mean, at this point now, I've met three of you here in Bali. Um, two who reached out to me on Instagram, and then one surprise. And I mean, the internet is the coolest thing ever. Just like bringing people together and like I'm all the way across the world. And I have like little friends here. Not little friends, but normal sized friends here. Um, Yeah, it feels really special. Okay, so let's talk about what's up for content this week. Tuesday and Thursday, we are beginning a series on Friendships in the Enneagram. At this point, we've talked about relationships, we've talked about parenting, but we've never covered friendships. And this one was requested and I thought it was a really good idea. And then Wednesday is our regular Q&A episode. And then Friday is a conversation with Connie Matisse, founder of East Fork Pottery, about using the Enneagram at work also a friendly reminder that if you enjoy these behind the scenes episodes and aren't subscribed to the YouTube channel, you might be interested in that. (laughs) For the month of October, I'm posting a new video every single day, which is so much fun to be doing while I'm in Bali. And like we talked about earlier, you know, when I return, as always, it's an absolute joy to stay in touch with you this way. And I'll see you tomorrow for the next one.